2: My name's Dan Kennett, and with me to talk about two wins. Two wins, three wins in a week. I have I haven't got Bart tonight. Uh, he's otherwise engaged. Maybe he's uh he's he's doing something with his new PhD as um but I do have the other two members of the team to help me go through this uh, fantastic. Uh, it's gonna be a very upbeat pod this one. Um Rosie, good evening, mate. How are How you? Freshman, freshman fresh an interesting collection against Forest?
3: More interesting than I thought it was going to be. Um, Didn't take that long because we had seventy three percent possession, but um, yeah, about half hours, which is which is good. Better than the Everton one, which took me about fifteen
2: minutes. (laughs) But um, yeah, more entertaining as well. More going on in this game when you when you have to watch it back in ultra slow motion and stuff. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And we got the man himself. It's he's had more clubs than Tiger Woods. It's Mr. Simon Brundish.
4: Evening, boys. Life's good. Two wins. I know. Three Rock wins in and a week.
2: Rolling. That's what we want. This is the good stuff, isn't it? But it is the good stuff. It feels good. It feels like we're on the rise. Does, doesn't it? Does uh, Right. So we are gonna start by talking about the Toulouse match. Um and I'm gonna to come to you first, Cy, because um you were there. Um before we go into the specifics and all that, um, do you want to give us your um, your executive summary as a fan from the stands for this game?
4: It was a really fun night. <clears throat> I think predominantly that, that. the the here is my old man moment, right? When <laughs> um, before we realised how shit soon this was, or or how <laughs> how bad the stuff started to go against us, because I actually think he was a little bit more unlucky than most most Liverpool fans do. Um, there were, there were some, um, we, we were kind of getting a little bit down with old players and stuff's not going our way. And there, then there was the beginning of a wave of maybe these young players that we'd all heard about were, were gonna, um come and do stuff. I think we played Benfica or something like that, right? And there was like some kid the, the reserve captain, Mike Marsh, Steve Harkness. There was like Dominic Matteo. There was a whole bunch of these young kids coming through. But not it all of them players really were really exciting. <laughs> yeah. It was like this is the beginning of something. It was it wasn't. But like we had Robbie <laughs> Fowler and, and Macca in there as well. So, yeah, yeah. you know, like there were some real quality too. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it, it had a very similar feeling to that. There's a bunch of young players, but like, I think probably on a different level than that. Cause we, we believe that these guys can win us stuff and, and like properly win, like Champions League win us stuff. And we didn't think that then, but it was really exciting to be. It's the beginning of watching these players ascend. So it was really fun.
2: Yeah. And there were yeah, and there was a, I can see that. It's nice that. Thank you, mate. Um, But the most important thing about the Europa League campaign for you, uh, in terms of a sports science thing, is always rotation. And we saw, you know, what we would call the Europa League team again.
4: Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, so, um, people can, people see too many games as being a bad thing. I tend to agree. But only from a, it has to run through the filter of the boss's eyes and which team he picks, right? Because you could absolutely have two games a week through all 42 weeks of the season. And I would be happy if you strategically use them to keep 26 players primed. Mm. Um, that's typically not what happens because we, as we've discussed many times before, like, Managers need to, win, need to and want to win games. And so you end up playing your important players in lesser competitions and they end up getting tired or fatigued or broken. Um, but in this, in this game, I think so far this season in block three, we're rotating really nicely. We're keeping players primed over a hundred minutes a week for the ones that can. Um, and this is, we've got a couple of injuries now. So you, you, we're having to um, rotate. But instead of in the past, where we've had a, a injuries to a specific position, that suddenly the reserve comes in and has to play all the games. Yeah. That's not happening now. We, we're trusting with the kids because probably, fortunately, we're in a, a lesser competition with teams that we should beat. Um, but he is still. Like properly trusting the kids to do that with with rotating the top end of the pitch, so um, they they're getting like decent minutes. So they're getting just over hundred minutes a week each, apart yeah. from Mo, who's a machine. So I I, I just think I think he was good. Th- yeah, the good Mo thing doing is doing we didn't job. see
2: we didn't see Mo start. We didn't see Van Dijk. We didn't see Allison start. We saw Endo Gravenberg and Elliott again um, with Jones, obviously with his with his domestic suspension. Uh, we saw Matip and Gomez again and we saw a debutant at left back in in in, uh, in 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 Chambers um obviously because we we can't flog um Simicast as soon as he's got into the team can we say? Si? I mean that's the thing here you said Exactly Sim- that's what I'm pointing yeah. out with the
4: position. Yeah, it was really
2: yeah. smart. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah.
4: It was, yeah,
5: it it was d-
2: the
4: first time we've seen Grav start back to back games.
2: Yeah. I mean I think this is the the best we've I I've I've been feeling about the rotation. Going back to the twenty one season, uh, you know, and and that was a standout as well because it didn't really happen the year before either. And you know, we just we we, did, we had all these matches, but we just kept on churning out largely the same players. And yeah,
4: but uh, yeah, yeah, good. We've, we we I, I think I think there's a less of a drop off between uh, the uh, let's say peripheral first teamers and the lower squad players than there has been in the past. I think we've we've got a really really good talented squad there's obviously going to be a, a sizable drop between you dropping out our best players but we still have capable um rotation players at at, at this level that team are good enough to win this tournament
2: yes yes
4: um in fact i
2: think oh, i can't remember who was in the studio wrote, um um on the uh, on the TNT sports coverage but um but I think he said something along the lines of, "Well, it, you know, Liverpool should not find should not have found themselves in this competition, but yeah. they are the hot favourites to win it." And he, I think he said, "Hot, hot, hot favourites, In fact, it was it was uh, somebody. In the, can
3: you remember who that was? Absolutely not. I don't watch
2: studio oh. stuff. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to see. You, uh, yeah, mostly driven. Yeah, but but so yeah, you get the odd good comment. But
3: um, yeah, what did you see in the? What did the numbers say about this game, Rosie? Just a quick one. Side. So what was the atmosphere like? Um... Because you mentioned at the first bit that you were a bit shocked that
4: there were a lot of people not in the yeah, team. it was weird for the first for the, well before the game because I I'd like to get there and I I, I promise you I've probably got six thousand warm ups uh, videoed of different <laughs> matches because that's what I do um, and <laughs> it yeah very um, <laughs> it was it was quiet and. Weirdly, there were huge holes in the in in the crowds, um, and the cop was probably ten or fifteen percent down at kickoff. So we'd already gone through, you know, Walk Alone at kickoff. It was still the, there. There were still big gaps in the seats, and so I, I actually never got round to asking Twitter or anything. I wondered if there was like traffic was bad, but I wonder if there was a massive crash or something. That but but because fifteen minutes in the crowd was full, and it so it was just a thing. We, yeah yeah once we scored the 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 uh the atmosphere like got I wouldn't say rowdy but it definitely picked up the the insanity of Toulouse fans yeah, Jesus Christ I'm the cool away fans so far this season have been amazing Yeah the union fans were terrific when I went there it was awesome Yeah, so loud so and that helps and then and then once we like a couple of exciting things happen um then then the crowd starts to get behind it and like it the you have certain players that the players uh, that the fans sing for all the time, so so as long as Nunes is on the pitch and at some point moves, the crowd will sing his name, and then that starts to create atmosphere in, in itself.
3: Yeah, good. My friend went in he said the Toulouse fans were amazing, but he said, uh, the crowd was good. On- yes. Uh, the numbers, um, pretty impressive. Um, Just over 3xg for us, 1.16 for them, 20 shots to 9, 9 shots on target, that's huge, 3 conceded. Um, We did concede two big chances, which is pretty much bang on with our season average. Um, We had five ourselves uh, and missed two. I think those five, if I include um, Europa League, take ours to four again this season average. Um, But obviously, still conceding two is. Is not good enough. Um, yeah, it's well, so it's good. better than last season. Let's be positive, Reggie. When I said it's going to be a positive part, it's better much, than last season, but it still more. needs to come down. Yeah, it needs to come down to about 1.3. Um, yeah. but in the last two games, so if we take the game since the international break, it is around 1.3, so it's good. Um, Nunes in particular, 66 minutes played, 1.3 XG, um, on his own. Um, the myths of all time, but <laughs> what did what did we say, Dan? What was your comment? World class to pub class <laughs> in three seconds. <laughs> World class to pub class, yeah. So um, that was it, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, it was just like I just you look you look at him when he when he goes past. It, he's like a Rolls Royce, there, absolute Rolls Royce, and the it... speed it moves as well is just unreal. Yeah. And it's almost like he was he, he moved so fast he was off balance or something. I don't know. But yeah, great.
3: Good We don't want to do too much in this. I've got a specific question to ask you both later on. So Okay. Well I thought Grav was absolutely superb. Um p- pretty much head and shoulders. Um, he had four shots himself, point six one. Um from a midfielder, especially after what you were saying in the last pod. His um XG and XA not point seven five in seventy minutes is nearly one point ninety eight. Brilliant. Um more of that, please. I think the contrast, and we'll come on to it, the contrast between grabbing this game, the Blues game and the Forest one. Stark. Um, and I was going to ask Sar if that was something to do with having played, um, 70 minutes in this and then having to play again on Sunday starting. Um, Jota again. Excellent. Um, it'd been interesting to do the question in this because I thought there was some really good moments. But yeah, it's, you know, 4.2.4 4 XG and open play is, just what you want. It's superb. And then XGL target, um, 4.12, including the newness. Wow. We, obviously, that won't be because it, it's the post. It, Yeah, so, um, yeah, I, I, I'm I enjoying watching the Rob League. No stress. Rotation. Keeping players fresh. Place putting the name in the uh, hat for the first team as well. Yeah.
2: And... Um... So I, um, we talked a lot about um, um, Gravenbert last week, and we got some interesting comments on our feedback about, you know, where you, where are you talk, where are all these gravel lovers that you were talking about last week? Um, what did you think of watching him live, and up close?
1: Are you that person who has everything, the coolest merch, and those must-have fan threads? Well. as a listener to this podcast, you can get ten percent off everything with coupon code AIPRO ten. Just head over to AnfieldIndex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index.
4: I I thought it was a lot of fun. Um yeah, the like it, it, if you if you run through the filter of him being this young and just sign for us as well, like that's a about as exciting as you're going to get from a uh, from a midfielder of his age for that price. Um, I feel like he did. There, there are lots of uh, comparisons with other tall black midfielders, but I actually well, Pogba seems yeah, to want to do the de rigueur, um comparison, doesn't it? Pogba. Got do. Pogba is Just a little bit racist. I, I, I actually think it's a little. He, he, he reminds me of the best bits of uh, of Ox, um, with. Uh, more finesse. So he's quick, he can explode with the ball. Do you remember how good Ox was? Before from, injury, yeah. 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 Just yeah. there was that 19 game period leading up to his injury. And yeah. just off the mark when he got the ball at his feet, like carrying through the thirds. That that's top draw stuff. And 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 Grav has that. That's he's quicker with the ball than without.
2: Yeah. Now, this is what we always said at the time. Yeah. is was that he was the only player we'd ever seen who just literally burst past De Bruyne like he wasn't there. Yeah.
4: Know? And, and, yeah. and that's like in this game compared in the two games watching, um, that we're talking about this week, the, the grab was different in those two. And he had, uh, 5.8 progressive meters per touch uh, in, uh, in the Toulouse game. And he, every time he got the ball, he seemed to faint and go past one or two players. So-
2: just as a, a sports science question for you, um you mentioned some interesting thing there. If you put up, if you had to line up all the players in the squad, do you think Grav would be on the high, on the top end for the power to weight ratio?
4: Uh it depends how we're measuring what what specific thing we're measuring. Um probably I would imagine he's kind of heavy because he's tall. Um so not, but I do think he's... We call it a reactive strength index, which is basically the the speed at which you can get straight back off the floor after landing on it. So it's like mm-hmm. um, it's how much like a rubber ball you are. You know those oh, those okay. like a moon ball that boins twenty feet in the air if you just drop it. A yeah, 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 they're amazing. <laughs> uh, absolutely amazing. I've got loads of them, um, <laughs> uh, and I think uh, and and he would be quite high in that. Okay, interesting. Interesting.
3: Just a few more stats, Dan, um, from Bees. quite interesting. Nine different Liverpool players scored or assisted a goal in that game. That's excellent. Mm-hmm. Endo is the 22nd different Liverpool player Trent's assisted. Um, only Mo Salah has assisted more players, which a lot of people might be surprised by, 24. Not us. Um, it was... Salah's goal was Liverpool's 20th in second halves this season, and we've only conceded two. That difference, that goal difference, is incredible for second halves. Um, and probably the biggest one Salah's now scored 43 European goals for Liverpool, which is a record. Yes. Player, one. Yes. Club record. Rugby, went past Thierry Henry. Wow. 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 What,
2: what a legend. legend. Um, just on there, did, did, did you know, uh, Are we taking the definition of assist very, very loosely here, Rosie, in this game? Because I, I thought a lot of our assists in this game were actually ricochets and 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 things like that. How did you? What did you think? Maybe only. Maybe obviously the Trent one for Endo, absolutely classic assist, beautiful one, right? But the other goals, what did you think?
3: Well, you, you, we know that they're not, don't we? Really?
2: <laughs> <laughs> there used to be an option called Unintentional. They used to ha- have it. Is it an intentional assist or an unintentional yeah. assist? And they used yeah. to have those flagged, and I, I don't think it's available anymore. Yeah. Should definitely have it. You should.
3: Yeah. It's a- I haven't got the X A, but yes, that might be a bit more of a of a reveal. Um, Who was our top X A? Let me just have a look.
4: Salah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I think it was yeah. Salah actually coming off the bench. It was, it was Salah. It, it was uh, top X A was Diogo with one, 1. Oh yeah, 3. but that was it, well, he had,
2: Yeah, he, but that, that a lot of that is his self assist for some reason that never used to happen either. Players get no assist for the goal. It would have been, been
4: CJ otherwise with point three from his bobble, bobble yeah. off the face. But didn't Jones have six chances created though? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Did yeah, yeah. But Joe, yeah, Jones is well.
2: But but Jota got one x a for his own goal plus laying it on a plate. You know, for Salah, about six yards, six, even though Salah had to shimmy past the defender later Fairness. on. Yeah, there's yeah. stuff going on. With four, four, for Jones,
3: so four for but Jones, Four for Jones. Yeah. Three yeah. for Glav, Two for Gomez. Two for Endo. Two for Tran. Um, passes into yeah. It's just I liked the range, but obviously the final ball. Is a- so
4: I, I also, on top of uh, shot creating actions, goal creating actions, chan- big chances, chances, assists, big assists, hockey assists. <laughs> I also I also label each goal with with uh, biggest progressor. So okay. I, don't know, I, I don't know how to label it, but but I put it down as this is purely obje- uh, subjective. Who was the key component in creating that goal? Yeah. So nice. I've been doing it for five years, and uh, in this game, only one of the one of the assisters was that person. Yeah, it was somebody behind in the move that was more important. Yeah, 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 yeah Like yeah. the
2: Jones, like the Jones bobble. It was Gravenberg, wasn't it? That was yeah. So
4: yeah, now yeah. these days, we should be able to. It will be uh, in the chain. It will be the biggest generator of XT. Would you have given it Trent? Is it Trent who got it? Yeah. But no, no, no. Yeah, per per each top, per each goal, it, it would go back along that chain, and it would be awarded to whoever increased the xt most. Okay, right, yeah, of but it could st- you can statistically do the thing, and, and mine is just a, a guess by eye. Don't mind it. Um, I like it, and I think in a few years' time, when we
2: do have grinded, when we do have the understat equivalent of xt on in the public domain, yeah, we'll we'll look back on this say, and yeah, absolutely. I think you'll be right. Um, just on the XT, um, another positive um, note here: three games in a week, all less than one XT conceded. Best as the three exactly best of the season. What? Hmm? Exactly what we asked for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, against Everton, point nine eight against Toulouse, and 0. 0.66 against Forest—the uh, best of the season. And Mark Mark our Stats has updated his his web page um, over the weekend. And, uh, we are up to third in the league now for XT difference behind obviously Man City and Arsenal. So that is, that is a big improvement there because we were languishing before the international break. I think we're down in eighth behind Brentford. Um, we are actually sixth for XTA in, in the league, 1.29. So remember when we said Rosie, um, it was about 1.4, just over 1.4. And we said we need to improve the defense by 40%. Yep. So it's down to one point two nine now. Um and that's that's enough for sixth best in overall ranking. But the reason why we are third on the XT difference is because we are top it, because of XT in attack. Uh, one point eight five per game, City are one point seven one, and Arsenal are one point six.
3: Yeah. And where are Spurs in all this, mate? Because uh, they're getting a lot of press.
2: <laughs> well, Spurs are for, for X t so for X T they are one point eight uh, XTA they are 1.29 which is exactly the same as us and for XT difference
4: uh they are fourth with
2: 0.51 just behind us
4: okay so uh, we talked about before the season uh, well when when it comes down to my predictions to one of the key metrics we talked about wh- which was each of our key metrics for the season and mine was XTA uh, was post shot and uh post shot over the last post shot conceded over the last 10 games is 0.61. And we talked about anything under one is a good thing. Yeah. Um, And for the previous 10 games, it was 1.29. So we've, we've more than halved the post shot where the alley is having to face. That's a really good sign. It is. Just, just, um,
3: their only shot on target, Forrest, was in the last kick of the game, wasn't it? Uh,
2: yeah. But Well, yeah. Um, but before we come on to that, um, so just quickly on to lose, um, Cy, um, Rosie mentioned Gravenberg, obviously, Say Anybody else you really liked to took their chance? Anybody thought the game passed by? I think, I think
4: a do. called Salah. <laughs> he was quite we good. We don't
2: need to talk about most Salah in a Europa for league match.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no. Um... Uh, Endo had a really nice game. I thought, uh, he had so, a uh, bang on about possession control. Endo's possession control this game was nine. Woof. Yeah, that, that is good. That's huge. Yeah, that so, is uh, so Liverpool had nine possessions more because Endo was on the pitch. Um, yeah. that's, you know, huge. The, the fab used to be around six. Yeah. That's kind of, I was just going to say that's kind of peak DM, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Peak DM is around six, and Fab and Endo had nine, so he had a really good game. Um, so you and, think? He, do you
2: think he can? Do you think he can be uh, more than just a body in the squad? There's a lot of skepticism still about him in the fan base.
4: To, to lose a crap, I've no. I honestly no idea. <laughs> okay. So I, I, I don't honestly. My opinion is that I don't know anything about him. It's the first time I've ever seen him. He looks fine to me. Um, he looked, what I liked about him was that he was decisive. He liked, he seemed to want the ball. What he did do was he was con- being in the ground, you see, he's constantly scanning. So more than, more than the average midfielder. So he's, he's aware of his surroundings constantly and he was always taking up really good angles to receive possession. And when he receives the ball, he was keeping his body between the ball and the, and the opponent. So that should lead to being like press resistant and he was decisive so he was trying to get the ball through the lines when he had a pass um and he made uh, made two nice passes in the game and he scored an unbelievable header
2: so yeah that was one thing that me and Bart's were disappointed with with ender was his with the way he received and the way he, uh, and he, the way he distributed in the against the union so um yeah that's good to say that's good to know si. Um and on his um, on his goal scoring i think we did mention it very briefly on the pod where we discussed his signing that's in 100. the summer. It's yeah, Um I mean, just to recap for those who haven't listened to that pod, in his three seasons in the Bundesliga, 12 goals, 9 assists for a defensive midfielder. Yeah, so he's played 99 games uh, and he's got 21 goal involvements as a DM. You know I mean, that's better than one in five. That's tr- that's, that is that's
4: tremendous for your deepest line midfielder, isn't it, Si? And yeah, that's great statistically. Um, I, I just want to... I don't know, reiterate to you guys, but, um, we've had this conversation, but the listeners obviously haven't. Um, that Jet, so Trent was the dominant force in the game because yes. he's he's the most important player, um, in our reserve side because he's obviously not a reserve in captain. And, um, that, that I think we're probably beyond it being an experiment now, but his role, it felt even more amplified than it has. He was going so quickly into the into the six or the right-sided uh, pivot, and Endo was sliding across. And I think the it's not that in playing there is the issue when he is in position is not an issue. I th- I think that a lot of the game maybe because the other players were hadn't played together as a unit and and so so as they're moving they're prop, they might be slightly slower than the synchronized first team I don't know it's still fairly new isn't it um but the concern to me is is transition in and out of that position so everybody so as he's moving into the 6 whoever's the right side center back has to be running quickly over to the right back spot and the left-sided centre-back has to be moving quickly to the left-sided centre-back spot. Or the full-back has to be pushing on. And yeah. those things have to be happening at the same time. Otherwise, somebody is in the wrong position if the ball breaks to the opposition. Does that make sense?
2: Did, did, did you spot any triggers for it, Say si? Synchronicity, isn't it?
4: Trent goes as soon
2: as we get possession. So Trent moving is the trigger and everybody else goes off
4: him? Yeah. Okay. I think it's too quick. But... That they know better than me, um, but yeah, I, and in this game, it caused the goal. Um, though we discussed it, and it, like the poor Chambers kid, but um, it was because he, Trent was having to run back, and at the same time, Gomez was yelling at, at Chambers to go and press their wing so back. This is
2: a really good piece of contextual analysis, this side because it, it looked the goal looked absolutely terrible for Luke Chambers on the TV. Yeah, it looked like he'd been to fault like three times, but it was way more complicated and nuanced than that, wasn't it?
4: Yeah. So we'd had this conversation when I was on the ground, but and and I've since seen the replays, and the replays don't show any of the stuff I was talking about. It absolutely proves your point. The replays can't hear, for example, what you said, which
2: is the first thing, is that Gomez was shouting at him to press, right, push on. Yeah. onto the left onto the left winger or, or onto the
4: right back uh, onto, sorry, yeah. onto the the right wing back
2: yeah
4: um and he'd done it previously on four occasions before the goal and he he'd been yelling but on those on on those occasions that gomez had already so so endo drops in to take the center so he, he will take whoever the centre forward is, the one, the middle attacker, and Gomez comes over to the cover the right side attacker and pushes on Chambers. Um, so it's all about synchronicity, it's timing. Those things have to occur together or in a specific hierarchy. But so Gomez can't, so Chambers can't move unless Gomez is moving, and Gomez can't move if if Endo hasn't dropped in. Does that make sense? Yeah. And for the goal, it happened in the wrong order. Gomez was yelling at Chambers before he'd moved yeah so it what 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 ended up happening is that um the da- Danham, whoever the, the score is um he was in space because Gomez hadn't gone over to mark him yeah. yet, and so it looked like um, Chambers had just left a man free basically yeah. Because yeah. he'd gone out to he gone out yeah. to pat to press that uh, their right back.
2: Yeah. So the guy had a free. He could receive the ball under no pressure. Yeah. And then he played it. It was a into... timing
4: thing. It wasn't Chambers's thing.
2: Yeah, and then Trent was one who was behind the rest of the line, playing the guy on side.
4: Yeah. Trent was at least two meters deeper than everybody else. Everybody else was in their half, and Trent was yeah. in our <laughs> half, level with the centre circle.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and then. The, the, they played the ball in the left-back channel uh, where Chambers wasn't and couldn't recover. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, the only other thing was, he, uh, I guess on the passing network, did you see that uh, evidence in your point, uh, 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 Si? Um, literally, we did, we're playing without a right-back again. Literally, <laughs> Trent, yeah. is, Trent is on top of... Um, who's he on top of there? On top of Graham. it's Matip, isn't it? It's on top of Matip, yeah. Uh but yeah, Chambers doesn't have any connections with any player, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, uh, you know, it's his first game. It well, it's a full debut anyway.
4: He didn't he didn't get a lot of the ball, but he did put in one good cross.
2: Mm. Yeah, anything else you wanna say on this on the Toulouse game, chaps?
3: Any I highlights? Thought, well I, I thought um we saw the exact opposite of what Alisson would do when a player was going to shoot from there because you know, it just kind of fell backwards. It was weird. Yeah. It wasn't the most convincing piece of goalkeeping, was it? From mm-hmm. Kev. Alisson makes himself huge. Yeah. Like, yeah. and almost like inflates himself. Like, And he made himself small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Any any highlights you need to cover on to lose before we move on?
4: Sorry. No, just some great goals but statistically nothing. Nothing anybody else won't already, already have, uh, have known about this game. So before. any goals other than Salah that you want to talk about? <laughs>
2: sure. No, the Salah one was just quality. There wasn't the way he shifted feet and beat the man. Just lovely. Then yeah. top bins.
4: Yeah. I thought, well, uh, oh God, I've got three screens going at the same time here. Um, and my, my mouse was just dropping over one. Um, I thought the key to the game was the was that Jota was brilliant for fifteen minutes. Yeah. Uh his goal, great, going past two players,
2: sticking. We've it. not seen that before, have we? Ever from Jota. That is re that, I thought that was uh, you know, am, is it just me?
4: Nope. He he actually looked surprised. <laughs> yeah. He was yeah. like, oh, oh shit, oh, I'm gonna finish now because then.
2: Because we have always we've always said his dribbling isn't that he's quite good. He does dribble quite a lot and he's got a quite good success rate. But in that when he's in that nine-and-a-half position, I don't think we've ever seen that before, have we, Rosie?
3: Definitely not. Besides, absolutely spot on, he looked surprised. <laughs> like, what have I just done? Well, <clears throat> but maybe, but if if this is something that we can start to do
2: even on a semi-regular basis with Diogo, I mean, that's a massive win, right? It's a massive evolution.
4: But I, I think for most of Diogo's time with us, we've been a possession-based side and we've gone back to a basketball team. Yeah. So now I think the, the those early comparisons with him and Mane, when we're going back to the scouting stuff, um, is like, the, the, Mane was an uber transition player and particularly early. And I, I can see absolutely that, that uh, Diogo like fits that profile and yeah. in transition when they're, when there aren't tight spaces with people around that he has to beat with a skill that he can just beat by being quick and direct and a body sway. So if they're running at the same time, then um, and he's running faster than them because he's going at them f- with a speed to catch to, so he's, if he's got distance to travel before getting to them, that's easier to, to, um, sit a player down because they're having to go backwards rather than close to a touchline when there are a couple of other players around. It's very different experience. So, um, the Gomez brilliantly managed to intercept and lay him straight in through the middle of the park. And, and he had 20 yards before he had, he came into contact with anybody. So yeah. he can get up to speed there. Like, And then, then a guy came from nowhere, like weird defending. He left his position to come and uh, inter, try and intercept. And he just put it through his legs. <laughs> it, it worked great. So I think we're creating more transition moments this season. So the, the broken play of Jota might come to the fore a little bit more.
2: Yeah. And I think um Rosie uh, what Say say referred to there with with the this is a quite an oldie one now about the comparison between yeah. the statistical comparison. It wasn't our comparison, was it, Rosie? It was it was the club's own secret source, wasn't it? it the, was. um, so it was uh, Edwards. Well it was it was a, a, Edwards' team, yeah. It probably uh, it would it would probably be Will Spearman's model, wouldn't
3: it? I would have thought. Yeah, yeah. And um maybe he was doing that at Wolves um, maybe he was driving at players more. and then, as I said, our, our tactics evolved.
2: Well, you, remember at Wolves, he mostly played left wing and supporting um, the Mexican centre forward, Jimenez, yeah. Jimenez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was coming in as a second striker, but also from the left. Yeah. But he was dribbling a lot back then as well. And but yeah, it was one of those things that the the most the most statistically similar player to Sadio Mane.
3: That was it. it and I honestly, I had thirty guesses. <laughs> in <laughs> eight,
2: this would this would have been in 1819 and 1920 seasons wouldn't it when mané was basically at the peak of his powers
3: yeah
2: yeah and it was Diogo jota so there you go people <laughs> right um let's move on to nottingham forest we hate nottingham forest rosie as the song goes <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um
4: I fucking um, hate forest
2: yeah but yeah you well you, you hate them for more local reasons should we say yes um <laughs> But Rosie, this was a this was a really dominant statistical profile in this match, right? Yes,
3: does you want to do any of the rotation stuff? Oh we'll come on to that. I'll come on to sign you that in a second. Yeah, yeah. Well yeah, it possibly I think well it is our best of the season in terms of extra difference. Um average of two po um four, two point against. Um that is our best extra difference of the season um in the league. Twenty-one shots to nine. A little bit, it's just a little bit annoying of our shots in the box ratio to our total shots. We had 10 shots in the box, so again, less than half. It was worse against Everton, but still eight shots on target to one, four big chances to one. Um 34 touches in the box as well, <laughs> maybe more, but because, and we'll come on to it, the types of goals we scored, we didn't need that many. Um yeah, a bit of a difference in the models. Kayleigh had is at two point five, up to it at three point two. Um and only point four five conceded in the Opto one and point six four for understanding That was the highest. But yeah, it's we we are, as we touched on, we are trending in such a good way now after these three games. So it's it's you know a goal difference of one point four in the league is league winning, Dan. Um but the XG is what we look at and we've just gone over two now 2.034 um, and 1.26 against um, if that keeps coming down even even better 0.78 XG difference is excellent um, and as I said 3.3 big chances a game we're averaging then league winning um, not as good as Newcastle. Though. And, uh, which well, is- I mean, we're saying league winning here, right? We're well, saying yeah, no. as
2: indicate as indicators, but there's a lot of other teams in the in the Premier it League is. at the moment, potentially up to three other teams is. who are who are and not Spurs, by the way, in any of these categories. Nope. Uh, who are what you flashing up? What you might call league winning metrics in some. Like, yeah, there's four. There's four
3: teams. There's four teams posting um, league winning numbers. Us, Newcastle. Arsenal and Manchester City. Yeah, and Newcastle yes. is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Um.
5: Hello. I'm here to annoy you. I'm here to annoy you into listening to more of me and more of others on EPL Index. We don't just have the Anfield Index stuff. We've got EPL Index as well, which covers the entirety of the Premier League. And we have three podcasts and a whole bunch of really good writing on EPLindex.com. The podcasts are my own two-footed podcast, which is every day at 4 p.m., Monday through Friday, covering the whole league. We have a Tad Predictable hosted by Tadiwa. You know Tadiwa. He does Anfield Index. He presents a Tad Predictable before every Premier League match week. And then Kevin DeVries and his crew on the EPL roundtable, there every week after the Premier League match week. So, make sure you listen to everything we're doing on EPL Index and follow us there on Twitter at EPL Index. Thank you. Bye bye.
2: Although, I would like to see this after 19 games when the Sheffield United game will be somewhat diluted. But yeah, but I know, I do, I do agree with you uh, that they are, that people are sleeping on Newcastle a bit. Uh, Most
3: big chances for, the fewest big chances against.
2: Yeah. Always a good thing. Um, and I think one of the things that... We we haven't really touched on game state much this season because of all the red cards. Um, yes. I think the thing I like most about this game, Rosie, is that literally until we, we were 3-0 up even and we were you know, in what's called garbage time, mm. um, which we've talked about in previous years, principally the title season, was Forest d- didn't have anything until garbage time. And I'm absolutely fine with, with teams having... Shots and chances when you're 3-0 up. I'm absolutely fine with that. What I'm not fine with are the games like Villa and Wolves, oh, yeah. where they're having these big moments. Brighton. And when yeah. It, yeah, Brighton, when it's tied. Yeah. When it's tied or when it, it it's close game state. That's, that, that matters. That That's the stuff you don't gloss over. But when you're 3-0 up fucking, you know they could they could have 100 shots to none i don't care
3: <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. the, the thing is so you could chelsea as well um it was was it one goal in it and then level and then they had another three big chances um, yeah. um but against everton they i checked and it was only one model um i think it was understat had them at 0.09 which is the lowest we've ever conceded yeah but the average was poor a bit by some of the others in this game after our third goal Wolves have not point one one, so if we've conceded
2: point two, tonight- even even at the Everton game, we spent a lot of time talking about the two low Lewin moments because of the XT of those, and it was it was either level or, or or one goal, you know, one goal in it, and that's why. But there was none of that in this game, none. Yeah, and it, that that's it's why I think it, in in a way I think that's because you know, I think it's the best win of the season so far in that respect because even the Villa game we talked about Villa uh, uh, at nil nil and one nil. Still had a couple of moments where they didn't get, connect a pass inside, you know, and a good opportunity went
3: missing. Yeah. Um, but I this did, was I this was a complete, complete had, lockdown. Forest had a big opportunity in this. That I don't think's been counted. Um, when the guy d- misses his kick, he falls over.
2: Was that at two-nil?
3: That was at two-nil. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's kind of forget- forgivable as well,
2: yeah. but not as much. It's a garbage time. Real garbage time is three goals or all- leading by three goals. Yeah. Well, yeah.
3: to me, this, this, doing the pressing in the second half was just really boring. We, it was one of those, it was, yeah. that, it was the title winning season. <laughs> you know, we were just going, oh, what do we need to, we don't need to do it here. Yeah. Keep going, keep doing this, keep knocking it about. Forest can't get near us, they're running, they're trying to make changes to change it up. They're committing players forward. And then obviously we got that third goal um, from a defensive error. Yeah.
2: Um. sorry. And um after the Europa League the Europa lineup, the Europa eleven, we're very much back to the Premier League eleven with the big players back in.
4: Yeah, so seven changes, but it was only one change from the previous week, the weekend to weekend team.
2: Yeah.
4: Um and I I interesting. That, was Diaz, right? that, that Diaz and that yeah, Diaz couldn't play, obviously. Um so it was enforced. So Darwin came in from that and he, we've talked about it he's kind of starting to play well um and not the things that he was doing that was un- destabilizing our system has started to go away like the system looks like it's functioning and he's in it and that's what makes it really exciting uh and him and diogo together uh this the ninth start for them it's not you know in, in season and a half it's it's um that it's it's not the obvious pick, is it? It's not it's not where uh, Jurgen's been. Um, it doesn't look like a typical Jurgen strategy.
2: No, even though I think this is Jota's best position, I, I I still I think he's better here because he scores off the left and he contributes. So and he presses. Yeah. Um, but I was gonna I was gonna come to Nunes a little bit later, but I'll ask the question now because you you already raised it, say, si. um, and same to Rosie in a second. Is the Darwin Nunes banter
4: era over? He did just do one of the greatest misses of all time.
2: Yes, but is... So, no
4: you saying it's not quite over? Um, I don't know if it'll ever be over because he's (laughs) always still going to do some batshit crazy stuff. And that's the fun of him. So he might score a hat trick, a left foot, right foot header from outside the box. And then he could still put one over the bar from the goal line. Okay. So I think, I think he's always going to be like the f- opposition fans are going to mock him because he's going to do something that, that they can make a TikTok out of. But. Whereas uh, six months ago they could they they could mock his output, they can't anymore.
2: Yeah, yeah. Rosie, same question to you: Is the Darwin Nunes banter era over?
3: No, it's, it's absolutely right. There's it's always going to be, um, I, that's what I will call it. Pete Nunes, it was it was just world class to. You just head in hand stuff, but if he carries on with one point five one non-penalty xG and xA combined per night, I don't care because he's going to score goals and create them. It's it's four hundred and thirty minutes now, and that's not including the Europa League. It's as good as it's the best in the league with anything over with anyone over four hundred minutes, and he's got the goals now as well. So five five point two xG, four goals. Yeah, six, it's
2: it's six it's six from seven point one xg in six hundred and twenty minutes in all comps. There we
4: go. So it's not bad, not bad. But his possession control last season, which was twelve twelve minus twelve lower than anybody else, yeah, is now eight minus eighteen. So it was na- last year it was minus thirty four, um, and now it's minus eighteen for the season. So that's sixteen times a game. That's massive in terms of, yeah, that's huge. Yeah, fewer that were just losing the ball unsuspectingly. Yeah.
2: And, but I mean, for nearly the whole season, certainly before Christmas, say, you were talking about he wasn't even running. You know, he was just jogging and moving around the
4: pitch in very. Yeah, he was just waiting. He was waiting a lot of the time. Yeah. And now he's imposing, he's using his physicality to impose himself on the opposition. And, Like, as part of the system, I, to be fair to him, I wonder if, if he was doing like, we did see those moments, the Robbo chase, the Lalana chase, and then nothing happened because he wasn't supposed to be pressing then. So he was, he was just chasing the ball. It looked exciting and then he would get disappointed and not do it the next time when he was supposed to. But now it looks like it's much more cohesive. So he's taking up angles and and he's applying pressure at the right time to goalkeepers that are causing them to flip the ball into midfield for us to pick it up and press. Yeah. He's getting a lot of instruction, which I like.
2: You picked that up the first time, I think, in the Villa game, you you were the one, and we did it, where you said, um, especially from Salah, Salah was telling him, pointing to him, telling him where to
3: go. Yeah. Josh. Did you see? Did you yeah. see that continue in this game? Absolutely, Jock's doing it as well. Obviously, a, a lot less pressing in this game, but it's it's just a, just a quick point, right? You go then and I'll go to this guy. So then he goes to the keeper, and then the keeper can't pass it to the guy that Mo's going to or Jock's going to. And then because you've got the backup in midfield of Dom Mac, who was pushing on quite a lot in this game, um, Grav not so much. If we will have a look at the pressing numbers, I thought well, Grav and Mac's efficiency was terrible, but I thought. Well, Zombo
2: is 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 a machine, is the Terminator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: but when you've got those three, as Saiz just said, when you've got those three backing up, and then there's a cohesive unit of Nunes going to the keeper or a centre back, and then we win the ball back all the time. Yeah. So I think I, it'd be nice to know, but I think our possession wins this season seem higher to me. So, I think it's fair to say that we've reached a point now, um,
2: so, end of October 2023. That we can just talk about Darwin Nunes like completely normal. Like is he just a normal he's just a cog in the machine along with every other player who's a who's an important player.
3: And it's taken him a lot longer to get to that stage than a lot of players do. Um, but to me, he now seems part of a system instead of a lone wolf chaos merchant that he was last season.
4: Yeah. Wait, statistically, um it was very often talked about how how well Bobby and Mo used to used to um Combine, yeah. but he, but Bobby's relationship with Sadio from a passing statistic, interact, a passing interaction perspective was higher. So they used to pass amongst each other. Um, a, the average, it was around 18 or 19 times a game. And, um, Bobby and Mo was usually under 10, as a as, um, but they would create more threat w- with those passes so but bobby might do six mo would do four to bobby or whatever um but it's around that way and um darwin has fewer touches than bobby so there are less passes available because of that but um mo and darwin average 16 interactive passes between them that's yeah like the re- this real connection that goes on between those two
2: yeah I mean, there was uh, there was one in the first second minute, I think, where um, Salah puts a lovely clip ball over the top. Yeah, into yeah, and 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 uh, does he actually get a contact? Does, does that actually go down as a shot? Rosie, yeah, is that not the one that um... he sort of bubbles it, but he doesn't get a proper contact, and he's sort of saved by the keeper. Um, I know he got a real good shot. Oh no, there was, well, there was one after about half an hour where. Oh no, that's. Uh, what he, I'm uh, yeah, of here, the, that's but there what was it. another that was a three ball on the floor. So you remember that one in the first? Or I, second I do.
4: Yeah, no, he didn't. He
2: didn't get a,
4: a shot off, but that it moment. was a
2: beautiful flighted ball over the top from Mo. Wasn't a cut out about four players.
4: Yeah, and it, yeah. it happened repeatedly in the game. Yeah, I think yeah. He put he put um, Darwin through three times, and then and almost did it to others. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We we seem to be pivoting. Like, we talk about pivots and double pivots all the time. Moza, Mozart are attacking pivot.
2: Yeah. And I know Bart will be listening on the re- re-listing. We'll see what we've been saying against him when he's not here. I'll be asking you the same question next week, mate. And then hopefully we can all agree we can just uh, start talking about him like him. He's just a normal player. Hallelujah. Right. <laughs> so, Rosie... If is thought- normal, he's
4: fucking amazing.
2: I know. Yeah. Long may it continue. Right. Um, Rosie, you collected the press hit, as you, we've already talked about. Um, it was quite, uh, it was surprisingly busy. Particularly the first half.
3: Um, quite high, central. So, Bosley was really good. Oh, unbelievable. Um, I had a couple of concerns after his first five or five games pressing. I thought he was um, a little bit rash at times. Um, but in this, he was. Just metronomic.
2: Uh, 96% efficiency, 30 yeah. possession adjusted, eight high value, one leading to a shot.
3: It's your number eight
2: pressing yeah. profile. Yeah. Look, it, it is. The, I, I'm telling you, this is a bigger upgrade than... um. Lover of VVD. <laughs>
3: well, <that's about>, <laughs> oh, 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 Allison, This is just oh, we, enormous. We found out the other day that Lover and played twelve games in our. Best I know. It, I, <laughs> I, I, would, I would.
4: go. I would go. This is a bigger upgrade than. Mini later, Allison. No, 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 no. Maybe, but no. Genuinely, I would, I would just use what you said. Lover of VVD was. Uh, it's a bigger upgrade than that. Uh, if comparing Hendo, it is absolute peak is a bigger upgrade than that. Wow! The Hendo from last season, it it could be uh, like yeah, you just you you you're, you're just upgrading. I don't know an empty shirt to yeah Terminator.
3: I know guy I mean, talks so up now, but what about robot from? <laughs> 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 No, <laughs> oh, down eight, eight high-value wins from 23. Yeah. That kind of ratio is nonsensical. On, sem- on 70% possession.
4: Oh.
2: Yes. Yeah, he yeah, was great. He
4: was great. He, he. Um, incidentally, had the highest um, progressive passes received by a midfielder f- since FB Ref published them. Wow.
0: These small but powerful devices allow you to easily connect every device in your home to VPN, making it the perfect solution for smart TVs, Mac boxes, and games consoles. Visit libertyshield.com today and use coupon code AIVPN25 to get 25% off at checkout.
4: Yeah. And, and i for us or for anybody? Uh, I Just for us. I've not okay. got anybody else's data. Okay. Okay. But I bet I bet there are, I bet there are not that many more. Yeah. Maybe De Bruyne, but De Bruyne typically doesn't get ahead of the ball that way. Yeah, so yeah. I'll yeah. have a look. I'll have a look for next week. Cool. And on the flip
3: side, Dan, you've got Graf, um who had eighteen, <coughs> and of 17, yeah. seventeen of them was solo. Um, he well. Was- Gravenberg was sixty seven percent efficiency and McAllister
2: sixty one, so Yeah. But we know we know with there's a kind of Mac is kind of a square pegging a round hole off the ball, isn't he? We know that.
3: And, and it was he was a bit higher he was a bit higher. I mean, he was kind of exposed because Grav was getting dribbled past, like Grav was dribbling past people. Yeah. But I think I
2: think I think is, is is you know He's clearly got great individual talent. I mean, the key is gonna be whether the coaching staff can integrate that with, yes. with the rest of the team in, in, in a team environment. But it's gonna be another it's gonna be another slow burn like it is with Nunes, isn't it? It's gonna be another fifteen, eighteen months of you know, learning the system. Yeah. Actually actually maybe it won't take as long because the system is better this year, Roti. Is that any merit in that?
1: when he speaks
2: that?
3: English, yeah, this year, true. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I agree. Um like we touched on before, I thought the forward line were quite um, reserved in when they were going. But when they did, it was so effective. We were getting it back. Um, so, Jota yeah, should... had, had three or four really good choices um, for when to press. Um, but yeah, it was. It looked like a, a system. Because you said Forest are negative. I don't think they were as negative as what Everton were doing. Everyone were just lumping it. I was just
2: going off the last three games against Forrest, this yeah. one and the two last season. I just think yeah, they're so yeah. unbelievable. They're so negative. So deep. Just shocking. Yeah. And I know they didn't have a strike for this one as well, but the, they, they didn't play any different to how they did last season in yeah. either game. It was like a five-four-one side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They play Gibbs back. right, don't they? Trying to support, you know, somebody up front. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway.
3: The oh, goal came from a press, Matt.
2: Yeah. And this... So, this what, yeah, I did want to just, talk to you about this as well, yeah. because um, it's a theme that we raised on the pod last week, and it was all about creating when we don't have transition. And all three of our goals in this game came from transition. And I saw Bees do a stat about how our opto defined fast breaks are pretty much on pace with any other season we've had under Klopp. Mm. Um, so I just wanted to see either of you guys. Did you see anything... You know, to, to get so many transition situations against two horrendously deep-blocked teams like Everton and Forest is is some going. Sai last week said a lot of the Everton stuff was self-inflicted by Everton bad tactics. They were too, they were almost like they were too attacking and they were unstructured when they were attacking. Or do you see? Have you, you seeing any signs of stuff that we've been working on? In a way to try and generate that transition from maybe more of a mid-block situation. What 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 did you see, Rosie? First of all, when you were collecting, did um, you see any kind of patterns that you liked? Defensive patterns in
3: pressing. I don't know. I think the, the first one was one of their players um, got the ball out of defence. Murillo was it? I think maybe. Yeah, and he he. I think it was two failed presses. But because he'd kind of beaten a couple of our players, their players committed further forward, so they had five players on the other side of that player. When Mac won the ball back, and to me, the difference between this and Everton was just just um, execution.
2: Execution. That's it. Of because of of, to, of the of the
3: counter yeah. counter yeah opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's the opposition making bad tactical choices or. Uh, or, or a, a moment of brilliance of a tackle a well-timed tackle um, like in this from, from Mac in this one it's just that execution of when we go forward and broke like Peak Firmino Mane Salah Nunes made the run and it was and it and was found because it was a perfectly weighted pass but he makes the run and then Jota's in space on the other side it's a great shot it's, I think it trebled the X, XG um, and the keeper can only save that like that. I don't think he could he maybe tipped it around the post but Jota's following up and it's just that execution yeah. that we didn't do against Everton. Same for the second one. Yeah. so back back was unbelievable. <laughs> yeah.
2: It was so same question to you, mate? Um, do you watch? You watched it more soberly now, as not as your as your match days on Sunday, when most of our games are. what did, did you see anything that might indicate some nice structures and things that we're doing intentionally rather than just
4: randomly creating these transition situations or the opposition being bad? Well, if you look at the transitions where they're where they're occurring from, they're all right in the middle of the pitch. So we we had been threatened. Firstly in transition right in the middle of the pitch, which we're now not. So we used to get punished by the, the transition so straight straight is
2: down. Is it the- is this is this opposition team still fighting last year's
4: War to these. So. No, 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 no. So no, like, because so they, last year, they could just the run middle. straight
2: to the middle of us now. Well, they're Playing,
4: trying to play through the middle and previous As if it was last season. Yeah. 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 Their tactics used to be a uh, switch in behind either side. And now no one's particularly trying to do it anymore. Um, because we're pressing, we're pressing early to stop that occurring. Then we, if we don't get the ball, we back off into a mid block and allow them to, to bring the ball into the midfield. Where we've got five players,
2: yeah. it makes sense actually because they always, you know, the analogy I was think, trying to think of was generals always fight the last war, or most generals always fight the last war. Um, makes sense, yeah. And, and so, like these big managers, I think, well, we we'll just we just ran straight through the middle of Liverpool last year. We'll just do the same again, boys.
5: Yeah,
4: yeah. Well, Everton and I thought Everton and Forest were similar in that. Um, while, while I was watching, I was uh, I remarked to my son that. If the Forest surprised me in that they felt like playing when we were playing a Champions League game against a team I'd never heard of before, who are used to winning, so they play attacking, winning football. They're just not at the level; they're not very good when they yeah. have to play against real teams, and yeah. that's what Forest felt like. That they still tried to play the ball out from the penalty box, yeah, which was insane. So they kept dinking and dunking around the corner, and then and then uh, McAllister would just pick it up uh, yeah. <laughs> and grab intercepted. We've got really, really high-pressing um, centre-backs. Mm-hmm. And they were really stupid in that they got one player up front, and when I say he was up front... At most, it was playing as a 10. Um, and so there was no way out for them. So they were trying to play their way out instead of just lumping it and then seeing where, where that ends up, which is how they typically would have done in the past. Yeah. So I think it's all about our initial press and then we drop. Yeah. And it's the combination of those things with a little bit of luck. I think it's a small sample size too.
2: So one thing that I liked about the first goal... Side was um, our defensive shape was quite structured. Right? We, we we were in the four three three defensively. Trent was in very much in the right back position, but the midfield three were tight and narrow, and the front three were were tight and narrow in 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 front of the midfield, and it did look like a you know a very compact four three three defensively shape. And yet, well, we had the Murillo dribbled out. Okay, he got past Nunez. He beat Zobo but Zobo sort of half pushed him into McAllister. And then there was one pass from Mac and then it was a two on three. Or was it a three on two, actually, for the first goal?
4: Three on two. Three on two It was a four on two. Yeah. Because we had our three attackers that were, that went and Zobo joined it Yeah, and he joined him because he's so fast. Yeah. Yeah, so...
2: You know, it was a little bit of a, a pressing trap in that respect, just from having a good off-ball defensive shape, yeah?
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. But that was sorely lacking, that kind of thing, last season,
4: right? That's what but, Yeah, saying. so you've got a real strong structure, and we're dictating who we're in, allowing the ball. Yeah. So, so basically, we just went to the, their version of, I, I appreciate he's of a much higher standard, but the opposition went to us, they'll, they'll, they'll man up and allow Canate the ball. And that's what we did to them, but um, their version of Canate is absolutely wank. So, <laughs> yeah, so there's a much greater opportunity to win the ball back.
2: Yeah, um, and we've talked about, and um, Roger, you've already talked about um, Nunes is amazing, uh, XG numbers and stuff. We're going to talk about Salah later, um, but uh, Diogo Jota, I mean, this is he, yes. he's he's literally a fraction below his best ever season for Liverpool and his best ever season in club football. He's at point seven seven. Expected goals or assists per 90 minutes, and his best is 0.81 in the uh, the
3: quads, in the near, near the nearly the quad season. So so, we've really so, got, I know Diaz isn't anywhere near that, or Gakpo, to be honest, but we've got three players there who started against Forest who were nearly up at one. Yeah. Uh, it's incredible, isn't it? I, I don't think I've ever seen that from any team. No, exactly. Well, maybe, maybe this Suarez, Messi, Neymar, Varsity. Yeah. Um, yeah. Madrid's numbers are, but they seem to have, mm. that, that, have to have that underlying numbers. Yeah, if we consistently produce that from our front three this season. It will take some stopping.
2: He only he only scored seven goals in all comps last season. um, Jota and he had, went a whole year. I think it was 360, 368 days was it without scoring in all, okay. uh, at all? And, and he's got got, he,
3: 10 Yeah, minutes.
2: and then and then he's got six already this season. So he's got one field goal than last season already this year. So it just it just makes you realise, and you know, once he's over his injuries, he he he's in a rich vein of form at the moment. I
3: think it's fair to say, really. Yeah, and scoring different kind of goals than what we would uh, what we would expect. Um, yeah, I know we have praised Dom's um, pressing, but his creation in this game as well, um, exactly after what you talked about to get two assists and what was didn't Phil put a thing in the um, group about how good he was. Um hmm. just before we came on, let me see if we can find that. Because he it was just to to have that and then you've got more in his kind of evolved um state. It's <clears> the <throat> joy to have that on and off the ball. Point seven XT he said, hundred and one point one touches a minute, ninety five point seven press so efficiency, eight value wins, thirty position adjusted. just to just <laughs> like you keep saying, he's a machine and hmm. He's,
2: like every single minute in the Premier League, Should we have a sweepstick on the first time he gets substituted in the Premier League. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, he's becoming like what Moore was, isn't it? I'm, I'm Fab um, when yeah. we we're at the best and just never get subbed. Um,
2: so the second goal, Rosie, not long after, um, another another transition moment. Um, the Forest attack breaks down. How how did just. How did you see it breaking down at this time? Did you see any, Was it just bad play from them? No,
3: yeah, it was, it was a mistake from them. Um, it wasn't a press. It was too deep. Um, I think Van Dijk. Was it Van Dijk who won a header? Um, Jota picks the ball up. He switches the, it. Jota switches it to Zobbo. Switches it to it and then... And yeah. it's a three on four from there. A three on yeah. four break. Does Because does he's driving into space at pace um, and gives it to More? And then thankfully carries on the run, um, which certain other midfielders weren't doing, particularly last season. Um, and as I mentioned before, there's just a, just a slight drag back for more, which gives Dom the yeah. chance to the byline. Um, and. Nunes as he always seems to, is a- lovely cross, lovely finish, and it, thankfully, he it doesn't
2: miss this one. <laughs> and just for Patrick, yeah, we'll say on Patrick on, on uh, from the uh, UP Discord group, yes. Tap in for Darwin is what we all wanted to see. We wanted we to see want him get that happen. tap in. <laughs> Two yards. Yeah, absolutely. And he almost ripped the net out, didn't he, as well? Yeah. Um, but, what I was saying, Rosie, to if we think about how negative they are, and then we've got a three-on-two break for the first goal and a yep. three-on-four break for the second. Just, yeah. You know, we've well,
3: We've talked about it before um, in many seasons. Once you go one nil up against the oh, game, it's the key. The first goal is the key. Yeah. yeah. And if you can get that early, then they do have to, because they can't just lose the game. Yeah. Um, I know some sort of Allardyce size used to wait till <laughs> 75, 80 minutes before doing that. They try and keep it at 1 until 75 yeah. or so, yeah, and yeah. then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, again, Forest, we I don't know if it's a conscious thing for us to let them come at us. I didn't notice any of that. Um, I don't know if size back, um, but that's um, if he wants to come in, he can. But that maybe we're just drop, dropping off of
4: the touch because we know how good we can be on the counter. So yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it got something to do with uh, uh, the legs, just from playing the third game in a week and we're, we're managing legs. So um, we're down at like 105. So it was 106 last weekend, 105 this weekend. We're down 130. So 35% uh, in sprint volume. Um, I think we're just trying to be a little bit more conservative. Um, And the game was won. And and so we just picked them off when we could. Yeah.
2: And that and the third goal, Forrest long th- oh, sorry, I didn't I should have said that Darwin's fifth shot of the half that was Ramsey when he scored that of that first half. It's yeah. one of our ideal. Uh, uh, um but yeah, Forrest have a long throw. They've got six players in our box. Again, they might be thinking about last season's tactics, but the lad that they had causing all the problems last year is Danilo, he was not even playing for them anymore, is he? Nope. He's, he's moved clubs, hasn't he? And they were still, (laughs) he was the one who was winning all the the long throws last year. Um, they load the box with six players, Rose. See, we, Van Dyke wins it. Um, seven out of eight aerials today in this game again. Yeah. Um, and then Zobbo plays a long ball and we've got a two on three break. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I posit to you that we would have scored on that break even if the keeper hadn't come out.
3: Yes. Um, well, maybe, because one of them should deal with it. But, yeah, um, it's, it's the, the pass is superb, and it causes confusion, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, I don't know if the keeper gave the defender a shot. But it's just the
2: speed of us to react to it. They, they stack our box, and then we just, you know... Yeah. And then we just counter with the long ball and yeah the pace and yeah, as I and, and Bart always like to say we we made we made them unstable, <laughs> yeah. because the keeper lost his head and just did something completely
3: inexplicable. That's, that's what a transition is, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's making them um not they've got such discipline in their five four nine block nonsense. <laughs> when, you, when when they're nine one zero defensive block, <laughs> and they've got um. When they do commit players forward, it was just, it's the decisions as well. they just so the correct decisions being made. Um, and I think it's a decent finish, to be honest. It's, it has to test yeah. perfectly and catch it perfectly. Um, I think
4: is, does this go down? Is this the big chance for more? Um, I think, yeah, I think it, it was labeled the big chance, but it wasn't an XG of the big chance. Yeah, 7%. I that's think. because the model doesn't
2: cater for the position to keep oh, alive. That yeah. That's, I'd that's, like that's to see the stats year. bomb. I'd like to see the stats bomb
3: zone one of this. So I, reckon... FB ref, I think I had it at 0.71 <laughs> or something. And, and the poor shot was.
4: Point zero eight, which is harsh on his stats side. it sorry because he rolls it in. I, I, I thought, I thought going back to the Toulouse game. If you saw Mo's finish in that game, it, um, it was, uh, I think, post shot was point four four nine. I, I'm like, I don't even. How can you? Ha- Here's a technical point, nerd point, right? How can
2: you have a post shot xg right when the goalkeeper isn't in the frame?
4: How can you even have a post shot xg value? It's Exactly. Not in relation to the goalkeeper, is it? It's, to, it's just a relation. It, it's it's no, the, purely the location on the goal. Yeah, but he didn't have to put the corners. He just had to roll it down the middle. Yeah, which makes it wrong. But I'm yeah. saying that's how they, they create the post-shot SG. Yeah. Um. So it's irrelevant of actually where the goalkeeper is. is yeah. what Bond do and what Opta's new version, Opta, I can't remember what it's called. OptaVision. OptaVision. Yeah, Optivision that that they have uh, more advanced versions. They take take extra data points in of where the goalkeeper is, yeah, the, know, yeah. the angle, the the bounce of the ball, the number of defenders, all yeah. that stuff. But the stuff that we've that we've had access to for five years, saveability, that that's just um, geometry. Yeah, essentially, yeah. But that still makes no sense when the ball hits the crossbar right by the post. Mm. That that's a fifty percent chance of going in. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Just damages as individual stats are such a significant margin.
4: It's, it's yeah. Poor. So can bro- I just touch on what you what you were talking about, with Forest, but um, and and how they um, like they are very disciplined and how did they end up opening up in this transition it's that have you seen how big their squad is yeah there are 40 players isn't it it's absurd yeah and I mean I'm not going to say it's money
2: laundering to buy all these players and not use them but you know that would be outrageous (laughs) to say but
4: it it feels it feels very uh, um, uh, Harry Redknapp or Sam Allardyce (laughs) (laughs) well Harry Redknapp I rest my case (laughs) But that's that's my point that that you mentioned, which is very true. That Allardyce, but also uh, Pulis and even Roy have done this. That that they wait really really late before they do anything in the game. That they rot, That they're kind of happy to lose one nil to a bigger team, but maybe we'll allow two centre backs to go up for a corner in the eighty ninth minute. Um, but they predominantly have a, a type of player and a very small squad that are used to losing. And are willing to sacrifice for their team or just for their paycheck because they don't really care if they win or lose because they've never really won in their life. So they're happy to be footballers. What Forest have are players that have won in different countries and are used to winning matches. So it it's so hard for a footballer on an individual level to not try to win. So... For a coach to try to curtail that in a structure that we're going to sit, 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 all you can do is sit, shuttle, sit, shuttle, sit and shuttle, a um, relevant of game state, right? That's a skill in itself for a coach to get buy-in to do that. But it's so hard for those individual players to not see, Oh, there's a space I'm gone. And then, Others will see that and then go and support it because deep down, that's who they are. That's what, that's what created them as footballers in the first place. So I, I feel like we're in a Premier League that have got players that are better than they used to be 10 years ago. We, we have less white English lads who are, who actually are shit and should play for Blackpool and Preston. We we have a higher caliber player of lads who was from France or Germany who used to win in their con. Maybe even only mid table, but they still used to win sometimes. And there would be games so, when they would win. By so what three. you're
2: saying is there's, there's 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 fewer and fewer Craig Dawson's in the league. Perfect. Yeah, I was thinking. Is not English, Charlie. <laughs> no, he was just fat and lazy. Yeah, okay.
4: But but um, that in itself makes it. If you're not willing to sacrifice everything to just stay there and not lose, hmm. it makes it really hard to concentrate and not try to win. Just because <coughs> innately you want to, because they're they're uber competitive players. That's how you get to be a professional footballer.
2: So, Rosie, quick one for you because um, you missed the Van Dyke discussion. I think the chance to um ask you last week with the other lads. Um yeah. he's back, isn't he? Yes, he certainly is. Um I, After a wobbly start since that suspension. Yeah.
3: He's been pretty phenomenal, right? I think he's this season he, he it was I was looking at it but I can't find it now it's nightmare. Um something like eighty Three percent or eighty-two percent for his aerial duels. Eighty-one. Eighty-one. 81, 81 is.
2: Which is yeah. incredibly dominant. Um he's had one his of the best, I, yeah. his best ever. Seven out of eight in this game. It was twelve out of fifteen against ten out of fifteen against Evan. Forty-eight on the season now. Thirty-nine out of forty-eight on the season. Yeah,
3: I've got it. There's a uh, little shout for Gomez. No no not much volume, but he's won nine out of ten, which is very different for him. Um McKenna, who wasn't playing in this game for Forrest, is up at 87. Percent with 20 out of 23. Um, but yeah, Van Dyke's had 48, know. and the next pass is the 28, um, which is Dawson at Wolves 82%. So he's, he's what is, it's just, it's just peak. Van Dyke, also, not much in terms of um, having to do the defending elements in this game. I thought he was reading it much better. Um, and was he 100 percent for his presses? I thought he won two or three brilliant presses where he just how he used to just time yeah. it perfectly, win the ball back, didn't let anyone get in behind him, and then give it to someone else to do something with. Um, but if you've got Van Dyke playing well,
2: you've got Allison playing well, you've got Mo Salah being the best player in the league. This is yeah, this is this is good, God, right? so being yeah the best midfielder we've had, you know. In the Klopp era, yeah? Well, other than Dubois, is there anyone... Better? No, no, I mean the best we've we've had since. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm I mean, not the best, a... mid, best midfield we've had since Steven Gerrard. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, just just one other thing on the aerials. Last, last week, we did talk about Dominic Calvert-Lewin having the um, most aerials per 90 uh, in the Premier League. And he did continue that same trend this week at West Ham. With another ten against West Ham, so, so to finish off the genius of Mohamed Salah, um, he he's quietly having his best ever season for Liverpool.
4: Yeah, and goals and assists. Uh, his his um, shot accuracy is up. The shot value he is adding in post shot to his xG is up. His xA is up. Um, he has four assists from nine big chances created, whilst Madison has, has five assists from six big chances created. And he's the attacking, like the creative force in the league that people just miss most. So Mo could, could easily have eight or nine assists and imagine what that would look like in the table. Um, yeah, he's, he, he is at. A di- he's a different version to the Mo that was a- that was six years ago. But psh, Jesus Christ, what a player! But well, even if you t- if you take out pens, right, he's
2: tying seventeen eighteen season for actual unexpected numbers. He's tying that season six That's years ago. It. Amazing. And um, if you if you include the pens, he's obviously he's way ahead. And uh, and and it would be even better if it wasn't for VAR. <laughs> Oh yeah, that yeah. Can't believe that fucking st- the street got broken from that fucking goal. Uh, yeah, we didn't have it there. Thank God, we didn't sell him for two hundred million. Two hundred million. Two hundred million.
4: Right. Um, yeah. We, can, we, I, can I just point this? There's, there's I don't know who watches uh, LFC TV. I saw a stat on there about Jota. I saw it in the paper as well. That um, let me get it up so I can read it. Read the exact one out. Um, when he scores. I, um, I've got the... Yeah. It's 39 games or something. Every time. Uh, it was the 40th game he oh, scored yeah. in that Liverpool didn't lose, uh, which is a record, I don't know, I presume in the Premier League for Liverpool. Um, but he is, he is the fourth in the list they had supplied by Opta. He was fourth behind uh, Gabriel Jesus, who's got... Four He's never lost when he scored um, in 57 games, and even Milner has a run of 54 games, which is kind of crazy. Um, and Jota is yeah, at 40 he, games, he scored wins, in 57? Milner draws. scored in
2: 54 games. Good God, wow!
4: Yeah, crazy, That's isn't it?
2: That is amazing.
4: Um, but I would just like the context to add a layer of context to this. So, he, in he's, so in game in the 40 games Jota has scored in, Liverpool haven't lost. And it reminded me of when I was a kid. It used to be a stat that was talked about all the time. Ian Rush. Ian Rush. Do you know how many games he had? I remember it was, the game. It, it, was, it was something like 200, wasn't it? It was 145 games of
2: scoring Liverpool didn't lose. And it was to Man United It broke the record, wasn't it?
4: Arsenal. Arsenal. Oh, yeah. It was the League Cup final. I remember watching it. It was Charlie Nicholas scored two goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: and Stanley Ian Rush, <laughs> crazy Rushy. Rushy was great. Yeah, all right. Anything else you guys wanted to get off your chest about the Forest match? No, but we are. We cook. <laughs> yeah, we're playing. We're playing tomorrow. Our way at Bournemouth. We want to see. Sai wants to see the kids on that one. I guess Sai. And then we are playing on Sunday. Is it Sunday again? Yeah, we are. We're at the 4.30. So we will be back uh, in a week's time for the Doublehead at Bournemouth and Luton. Until then, up the fucking Reds.
1: We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement. And we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show.